Hello, and welcome to the Bible 365 podcast. My name is Randy Gudo, and I'm so glad that you're here. Together, we're on an exciting journey through the entire Bible. Throughout this podcast, there will be supplemental episodes on each of the books of the Bible, so be sure and look out for them. If you'd like to follow some of my other work, check out my website, randygudo.com. And if you haven't yet, check out my other podcast, Randy in Real Life. Today is day one, and we're going to be reading through Genesis chapters 1 and 2, Matthew chapter 1 and chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, Psalm chapter 1, and Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. The translation I'll be using throughout this podcast is the English Standard Version, also known as the ESV, and our format is the one-year Bible. Having said that, let's go ahead and get started. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind, on the earth. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds, and trees bearing fruit in which is their seed, each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made the two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars. And God set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light on the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures, and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things, and beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to their kinds and the livestock according to their kinds and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind, 
and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him, male and female he created them. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Genesis chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it, God rested from all his work that he had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created, and the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. When no bush of the field was yet in the land, and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. And a mist was going up from the land and was watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is the Pishon, and it is the one that flowed around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. Delium and onyx stone are there. The name of the second river is the Gihon. It is the one that flowed around the whole land of Cush. And the name of the third river is the Tigris, which flows east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. 
She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Matthew chapter 1 The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, and Judah the father of Perez, and Zerah by Tamar, and Perez the father of Hezron, and Hezron the father of Ram, and Ram the father of Amenadab, and Amenadab the father of Nashon, and Nashon the father of Salmon, and Salmon the father of Boaz by Rahab, and Boaz the father of Obed by Ruth, and Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of David the king. And David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, and Abijah the father of Asaph, and Asaph the father of Jehoshaphat, and Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Uzziah, and Uzziah the father of Jotham, and Jotham the father of Ahaz, and Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, and Manasseh the father of Amos, and Amos the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers, at the time of the deportation, to Babylon. And after the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, and Shealtiel the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel the father of Abiad, and Abiad the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor, and Azor the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Achim, and Achim the father of Eliud, and Eliud the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Matan, and Matan the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David were fourteen generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, fourteen generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, fourteen generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, 
he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Psalm chapter 1 Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that he does he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. The Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction. To understand words of insight. To receive instruction in wise dealing, in righteousness, justice, and equity. To give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I just thank you for revealing yourself to us through the scripture. Lord, as we look through Genesis and Matthew and Psalms and Proverbs, it's undeniable your hand, your longing to bless your creation, to reveal yourself to us. So as we approach your word with simplicity and purity of heart, I pray so much today that you would just reveal Jesus to us. Father, wherever people are that they're listening to this or wherever they are, where they're just contemplating the scriptures that they heard, I pray that you'd begin to work in them by your Holy Spirit and continue to reveal yourself, your love for them, your goodness. And we thank you, Father, for the hope that we have of salvation, of redemption, that we'll continue to see just unveiled as we read throughout the scriptures this year. We give you all the glory, and it's in the matchless name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, let's look at an overview here. I love so much every year when I begin in Genesis. And there are four words, the first four words of the Bible that set the framework for everything. Everything you will read from Genesis to Revelation is found in these first four words. In the beginning, God. If you really want answers 
just go to the beginning of the book. And when you go to the beginning, you know what you discover? God. And God, I feel, was so adamant that we have no misunderstanding to who's involved in the big picture, who the architect is, who the creator is, whose idea all of this is. And so by when you look in the first two chapters, you will see the name God 46 times. If you have any confusion about who's really in charge of everything, just go read the first two chapters of Genesis. And not just that, but I love this because God is, he's not silent. And that's what I want you to know today. God is not silent. There's 16 action statements in chapter one and two. When you look through chapter one and two, it says that God created, says he was hovering 11 times in chapters one and two. It says God said, it says that God saw, he separated, he called, he made, he set, he blessed, he finished, he rested, he formed, he planted, he took, he commanded, and he caused. And I love this because, and we're going to see this when we look at this little passage in Matthew. Matter of fact, let's just talk about this right now. And just like we saw in the entirety of the first two chapters of Genesis, that God is everywhere and completely involved in his creation. When you look in Genesis chapter one, and I just, I love this so much. It says in verse 22 and 23, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And what I want you to know today is wherever you are that you're listening to this, God is, he's with you. Why is this so important? Because you just need to be reminded that, that God is with you. What's he doing? He's hovering. Know that he is speaking. He sees everything, everywhere, all things concerning you. He is creating things. He, he is separating some things. He's calling some things forth in your life. He's setting some things up. He's, he is blessing. He, he is finishing. And, and he is forming. He's planning. And so I want you just to be aware that as much as we see God involved in his creation in Genesis 1 and 2, you know, the Bible says, and we'll see this later, you'll hear this, that he will never leave us or forsake us. I also want you to... to and I know some of you probably when you're hearing, um, when I was going through, you know, so-and-so, you know, begats, all that we, we call the begats. And you're like, why is all this important? Because you're going to hear a lot of these names in Genesis. And my favorite passage, my favorite verse in Matthew is chapter, of course, one, verse 21, where it says, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And in tomorrow's reading, we're going to hit in Genesis chapter 3 and chapter 4, and, and, and we're going to reference again, probably, unless I forget, this verse right here, she will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So right here in the beginning, some of you might be listening and you're like, well, where is God and what's going on in our world and why are things so dysfunctional? Why is there so much confusion? Well, we just read Genesis 1 and 2, God's plan, his purpose, God created everything. And what did he say about all of his creation? It was good. 
It was good. And we're going to see quickly tomorrow things get messed up real fast. But what do we just read here in Matthew? It's that God had a plan and his name is Jesus and he will save his people from their sins. And he is with us because he is Emmanuel. Real quickly, I, I love this little piece. And every day we won't talk about each of the reading. We'll try to highlight probably one or two passages. But I love this in Proverbs. And when I'm reading Proverbs chapter one, these first few verses, you know, I, I can't help but focus on these words that say to know, to receive, to give, to increase, to understand. So let's just dig deep. The Lord is speaking to you. He will speak to you through these scriptures. I hope you've enjoyed this. This is day one. Um, Thank you for listening in today. And please pray for me and this endeavor. And I I just believe it's going to be an encouragement to so many people. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can find a link in the show notes or episode description. You can also go to my website at randygudo.com. Have a blessed day praying for you. And I will see you tomorrow with day two.